The first time you saw that actor, it was a period drama. And what a handsome mustache that was. Then in that spaghetti western, it was even longer. And wow, that handlebar style really got you into police dramas. Hang on, are you sure that was the same actor? Hmm, still enjoyed it. On Tubi, the things you love just keep going. Dab the banner to watch now. Previously on Love Island, the official Love Island USA podcast hosted by Matthew Hoffman. On today's show, we're talking all things Casa Amor. Maddie and Bryce join me in the studio and we're playing a game that has us seeing double. Hit it! Hello, Love Island fans. Welcome to our second episode of Previously On. I am your host, Matthew Hoffman. Previously On is the official Love Island podcast designed to talk all things Love Island USA with you. You know the drill. As soon as you are done watching all of the sexy shenanigans on Peacock at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, come join us for the after party where we will break it all down wherever you get your podcasts. I had so much fun doing yesterday's episode. I'm really, really stoked to be back talking with you all. It is just the best. I read everyone's comments last night. You guys are the sweetest. That is, of course, everyone except at Shut Up Matthew Hoffman Club. Very dark, but also very detailed. As always, joining me in studio are our two favorite lawyers who are once again very nervous. How's it going, guys? All right, no comments, just a corporate thumbs up. Hello. (laughs) All right, well, let's get into it. The feathers were flying on Peacock in last night's episode. Casa Amor is doing its thing, you guys. It is making everyone doubt everything about their relationships. And honestly, our couples are looking more rocky than a Colorado koi pond, and I am here for it. This episode was so good. And over at Casa Amor, all eyes were going to be on Isaiah, right? We knew that. But he has a new redhead to juggle. And I think it's going to be very interesting because he has enough ginger on his hands to open a sushi restaurant. That boy has a type. And I'm excited to see who he will roll with. And I have a feeling it may have Sydney seeing more red than her hairbrush. And speaking of well-read, bookworm Kyle is vibing with Deb. And I don't know, what are you guys thinking? Because I'm a little nervous for Jesse this episode. The villa won a battle where they had to spit kiss drinks into each other's mouths. And as always on Love Island, it's hard for me to call anyone a winner when you're the best at vomit kissing Bloody Marys into someone's mouth. I mean... I let that go in college. Anyway, after four years on this show, (laughs) I will still never get over that. And speaking of over that, oh, poor Jesse, it is making me nervous. Deb and Kyle had a non 
challenge makeout. And it's starting to look like she may be thinking, Jess, see you later. And I'm very nervous. What do you guys think? Kyle and Deb also connected over conspiracy theories, which is interesting because usually people who believe in conspiracy theories never get to actually make out with anyone. So good for them and good for us because it is time for our segment, I Got a Tweet! All right, our very first tweet of the season comes in from JX Dior or Juxa Dior or Juxa Dior. All right. The tweet reads, quote, I knew them boys were going to fold like a lawn chair. I am still rooting for Jesse, though. End quote. You know, Juxa, I agree with you. The other boys, like, totally, like, I, I get what you're saying, but Jesse, I'm just, I'm hurting for Jesse. I have a feeling it may not end his way. And I, I know a lot of people saw that. I was hoping that they would stick it out, but um, we'll see. I think it's going to be very, very interesting. Our next tweet comes from Jeremy KWA or Jeremy Kwa. And the tweet is, Timmy and Isaiah are the best relationship in the house. Jeremy, if this microphone was not bolted down to the table I am sitting at, I would drop the mic. I agree with you. Timmy and Isaiah are in it to win it. We love a Love Island bromance, do we not? I mean, they are the best. And from bromance to romance, something else I got besides a tweet are two guests live in studio that I am not maddie about. So brace yourself. I'm so sorry. Even the lawyers are shaking their heads. All right. <laughs> Don't miss The Marvels in theaters on November 10th and see where the Marvel stories all began when you watch Captain Marvel, WandaVision, and Miss Marvel only on Disney+. Plus. Get Disney Plus with Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. Plan starting at $7.99. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Previously on Family, give a big Love Island USA welcome to Maddie and Bryce. Bryce and Maddie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to meet you. Yeah, it's so good to meet you. You are now part of the Love Island family. There is no turning back. <laughs> yeah, we're part of it now. <laughs> yeah. Now, are you guys, you're in a hotel, right? Yes, we are in a hotel. Okay, blink twice if you guys can steal some, like, free conditioners from me from, like, the housekeeping cart in the hallway. <laughs> Yeah. I think I did it there. Thank you. Got it for you. (laughs) Thank you. you. Thank you so much. You guys are so good to me. And Bryce, a shoehorn, if you see one, just let me know. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And a robe, too. I got you. God, Bryce, you're so good to me. (laughs) You both have had such a whirlwind journey in the villa. Maddie, I'm going to start with you. Please tell me that you are Zooming from Andy's mother's house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not Zooming from Andy's mother's house yet. But um, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) And to elaborate on the yet, do you think you are going to reach out to Andy? 
Um, I'll just keep it really short and sweet. We have been um, in touch with each other. Obviously, we have a lot of decompressing to do. And, you know, I think if it's meant to be, like, potentially good things take time. And it's just something that if we feel is right, we'll definitely have to take it one day at a time. But I think right now we're just trying to get back into reality and then we'll see where things go. Amazing. Well, just so you know, you know, I have friends in very high Love Island places and we can make this happen. So <laughs> say the word, I can get a charcuterie board to you, a Shaka Khan charcuterie <laughs> board to you, whatever it is, let me know. I mean, faster than you can say Mandy. <laughs> Mandy, I love that Mandy. name. You know, people actually always call me Mandy on accident. So it's not an accident. No, but like before Love Island, people would call me Mandy for some reason all the time. So now, now I have a reason to be called Mandy. <laughs> there are no accidents, Maddie. This is fate. These are the Love Island gods downloading everything in your favor years ago. <laughs> there we go. It was foreshadowing. <laughs> I want to talk to you, Maddie, about your decision to leave the villa. It was such a powerful moment because every Islander comes to Love Island for love, right? And you did the most Love Island thing by leaving the villa for love. So can you walk me through that moment? Yeah, so, you know, obviously I had a really good connection with Andy and... I really, really cared about him. And the, the night that he walked out of the villa, I was very hysterical. And I just kept telling myself that because I was saved, I needed to keep pushing. And obviously there was a reason that I was saved and I just needed to focus on myself and, and try my best to find another connection. And in that last week, I just found myself really being emotional and I'm, I'm really not an emotional person. So the fact that I was crying so much about Andy really showed how much I cared about him and how pure and genuine our connection really was. And, you know, the producers and my friend Deb like helped me a lot through that process. And when it came down to it and I knew that they were going to have to eliminate a girl, I just knew in my heart that I wasn't 100% invested in the process anymore since Andy had left and it just wouldn't be fair to the other Islanders who still were 100% invested for me to stay when I knew my connection was elsewhere. And I just knew that my connection with Andy, I realized in that week, I wouldn't find another one like that. And it just put a lot of things into perspective for me and... I just, you know, I had to do what was best and follow my heart. And that, that was very clear to me in that moment. And I know I made the right decision and I'm really, really proud of it. And I'm, I'm happy to watch my fellow Islanders and hopefully they find a connection too because of it. I have to say, I've seen many recouplings in my days on the island, and I just thought it was such a beautiful, powerful moment. And I just want to commend you for that, for just following your heart. Thank you. Because from where I was sitting, it was really beautiful. And I know we don't know each other, but I was very proud of you. <laughs> Thank you so much. That, that really means the world to me. And I, I de definitely wanted to leave in an empowering way that represented who I was and I think I did just that. And I've honestly never been more proud of myself. So, Aww. 
That's amazing. And speaking of recoupling, Bryce, we have to talk. Yeah. Were you as shocked about the recoupling results as we were? Because my jaw up until this interview was literally still on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I definitely was shocked um, as to how the whole thing kind of played out. You know, I was thrown into the villa, had a very short period of time to make an impression on um, Courtney. And when she decided to drop a relationship she had been committed to for the past, you know, 10 days or whatever it's been and invest in me, I was exhilarated by that. You know, I felt very, I don't know, I like happy and, and also just the whole experience wasn't something that I thought for sure was going to happen, even though I knew there was a connection. But generally, when I meet with people, it you know, for them to to make like big decisions, usually it takes a little bit more um, conversating and time spent together. And leading up into that, we only had had two conversations. So I felt good about obviously myself, I felt good about the foot that we were starting off on. And uh, yeah, I was absolutely, I was absolutely shocked. But I kind of felt it, it might be coming anyways, just by what she was telling me and the things that she said was lacking in her, you know, relationship with Felipe. So um yeah, you know, I knew what I brought to the table, but I didn't know if it was fully recognized and, you know, up until that moment. And then I was like, okay, good stuff. So, yeah. Knowing what you now know and being removed from the villa for a couple of days, yeah. do you think you'll reach out to Courtney when you get home and if she ever gets home and when everything is settled? <laughs> you know, that's an interesting question. I, uh, I've definitely thought about how things are going to play out, you know, once the season has concluded. You know, I definitely had a connection with Courtney. That's that's undeniable. But, you know, we started off um, our relationship on the foundations of communication and um, effort, you know, and consistency. And that was something that she felt was lacking in her relationship with Felipe. And that was something that was really important for me in relationships just in general, you know. And the way it sort of played out was the more communication and the more effort that kind of went into the relationship, the uh, the more difficult it eventually became. You know, um, we had one sort of argument and, uh, you know, I wouldn't even say an argument, just a misunderstanding. And that ended up leading to a lot of doubt right around the villa about our relationship, even though for a period there, I think a lot of people would agree we were, you know, one of the strongest couples. So I don't have any, you know, harsh feelings. You know, I think that it was definitely an accelerated experience and things can get misinterpreted. So um, I'm not opposed to talking to her about it, but I definitely will, you know, have some questions as to how she interpreted things because, you know, it, it, it definitely wasn't conveyed right. in the manner in which I thought it would, you know, I thought it would be. And since I am a hard-hitting journalist, yes or no, <laughs> oh. will you reach out to Courtney after the season? Um, probably not. You know, I just don't think that I'll, you know, if she, if she initiates contact with me, you know, then I, I probably will, uh, respond cause you know, that that's who I am, but I don't, I don't see myself initiating that contact just based off of, you know, um, what happened. It felt like she had her reasons for, for not wanting to necessarily continue with me or not sure if she wanted to continue with me. It seemed like they were things that are really important to me and things that she saw as a red flag, you know, like um, things were going so well. I've never been in a relationship or a free relationship with a girl where she described, oh, you know, things are going so well, that must be a red flag. So I don't know. I don't know how much we actually have in common having, you know, seen her reaction to me leaving. So 
Got it. All right. I just wanted to know. Now I can sleep tonight. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Speaking of contact, you guys saw tonight's episode on Peacock. It's so good. What are your thoughts now watching this episode outside of the villa? It's it's weird, like watching from this perspective, because I don't know, like leaving, I didn't really think anyone's head would be turned because I, I saw all the relationships. Um, but after watching tonight's episode, I'm not really sure anymore. Yeah. And for you, Bryce? Yeah, I think um, the interesting about Casa Amor is that, you know, when you're when new bombshells come in, like I've experienced, and there's already relationships that are formed, that person is still that you're with prior to the bombshells coming in is still very much present. So you act accordingly, right? And watching how people behave when that person is actually removed is very telling on where their relationship really lies and the foundation of it. And I noticed, you know, a lot of the islanders referencing how much they miss their their partner or whatever else, but it seems as if as more time kind of goes on and they see things that they like in some of these new men or women, um, they're going to start entertaining the idea of, you know, venturing off into that, that relationship to see if it's got more substance and consistency. So. Yeah. Uh, speaking of substance, Casa Amor won the makeout challenge and it gave them a dance party opening up the Casa Amor hideaway Were you guys surprised that they won? I was surprised that there was a hideaway in Casa Amor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, same. Maddie, keeping it real. (laughs) Yeah, I was too. Hey, it's Love Island, baby. You never know what's happening. You're right. You never know what's going to happen. A lot of variables going into it. Speaking of variables, I love that Chad is on Love Island, but doesn't know the word courting. Yeah. But he does know the word Scrum deliumptious. <laughs> yeah, I th- yeah. I don't. When I saw that, I was just, I just thought it was, it was a little cringe, you know. That yeah. and, and that wasn't just the first thing, you know. It seems as if you know he, he also said he was very into anime, but then wasn't able to name a single show that he watched, you know. And I thought that that was telling as to, I mean. I don't tell people just what they want to hear. I don't want to like necessarily compare it to myself, but that's a huge actual red flag. Right. And um, yeah, when Courtney had to describe courting to him, I just, you know, I'm like biting my thumb a little bit. Like that's, that's a very difficult position to be. Bryce, I I feel like you left the villa and now you are a love detective. (laughs) Yeah. I pay attention to what's going on. And especially because, you know, my, uh, my experience there was a lot of fun. You know, I had a great time and made good good connections. And, you know, I didn't see the that removal or whatever coming. So, yeah, it, it took me a little by surprise. One thing that took me by surprise on tonight's episode, we've heard it before, but just again, the word fanny flutters is becoming part of the official Love Island vernacular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My girl had to tell me what that was. Uh, so there's that. But it's interesting. I feel like there's a custom neon sign that we could make that just says like fanny flutters and like cameraman Tom zooming out of that could be kind of amazing. Yep. New hashtag too. Yes. New hashtag. <laughs> that was Nadja that said that, right? Yes, it was yeah, Nadja. Because yeah. she was hooking up with a guy from Venezuela. She yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. She got the flutters. 
But it, it made me think of other Love Island words. So for you guys, what Love Island words did you pick up on the island? Can you explain some of them to us so we can use them in our own villas? I said period a lot. So if a girl had said, like, I'm not going to settle for less than I deserve, I would say period, dot. I like it. Classic. The things I think I remember instead of just specific vernacular was just ways that we describe people. Like for Maddie, it was batty Maddie. And then since Andy was a very conventional <laughs> Minnesota boy, we called him like Andy Smith, even though that yeah, wasn't his last he name. He hated that so much. And he just, he wasn't really a fan of it. Um, but, you know, he took it in good spirits and uh, just pe people had, you know, specific names. I also like how we blended together the couple's names, like, Mine was Bortney, you know, Bryce and Courtney. Nice. And then Zimmy yep. was Zita and Timmy. And uh, and I, I think I coined Mandy. Yeah. yeah and then Mandy. you founded Mandy. Yeah. I'm surprised that one didn't take off sooner. You know, I, I know. Like... I know. I saw, saw it all over Instagram and <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's clever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys explain to us the phrase or walk us through the phrase? It's up here. That happened before I got on. It's serenity. Yeah. That made that. I believe she had said she would say it if she was picked by Tyler during the recoupling. And so when she was picked over Val, she said it as she was walking to uh, to the fire pit to sit down. And then it just stuck. And we always we always said it. All right. It's up here. They said it all the time. <laughs> it just means to, like, ev to everything. It's like yeah, every little thing like, oh, breakfast in the morning. It's, it's up, up there. there. You know, like. <laughs> what have you both learned coming out of Love Island and what is your best dating advice to our listeners knowing what you now know? Did Love Island teach you anything that you can pass on? Yeah, Love Island taught me so much. I think one of the biggest things I've learned is that, you know, it's okay to be vulnerable. I, I really struggled with that in the past and letting my guards down because I was scared of getting hurt. And I think a lot of the times in my past, I let my pride get in the way. And I also just used to take life so seriously because, you know, coming from a small town, I felt like everyone was watching me and I had to grow up quickly and just be mature and prove to everyone that I had it all together. And I think being on Love Island brought out a side in myself that I hadn't seen in a long time, a goofy side that Deb helped bring out. And I think also I learned, you know, giving second chances is okay. And you have to be gracious in a potential relationship or any relationship, period. You have to have grace. You have to be forgiving and understanding because... We are all human and everyone is going to make mistakes, especially in a process like Love Island. So I think, you know, my biggest takeaway is life's short. Tell people you care about them when you can and don't be afraid to to let your guard down. Nice. And Bryce, any advice that you can give to our listeners on dating? Yeah, you know, this um, this experience is very different than what I'm accustomed to. And, you know, I live a rather routine, disciplined life. And in Love Island, it's not the nature of it, right? It's very, um, every day you got to be ready for something new. Um, it made me kind of realize that I need to take advantage of every opportunity that presents itself um, and not 
spend a lot of time analyzing whether or not it's a good idea. You kind of have to like jump on opportunities as soon as they're there because you really realize after your first recoupling or your first vote, first elimination, that your time there is limited. And no matter if you have a great connection with someone or good connections just in general, the time in the villa is, is something to be valued. And um, we really all operated at a very high frequency together. You know, it felt like a family no matter what happened, no matter who was fighting. So, you know, my biggest takeaway um, from that is to just really allow yourself to be fully immersed in the situations that you put yourself in and not have any restraint or overthink who's going to think about it this way, who's going to think about it that way, but to really act as if that's your last day. And, you know, I'm really grateful to Love Island for that. I will say to, you know, the listeners, you know, my advice is it's so important to be authentic to yourself and to be true to how you feel and everything that you do, because it's better for somebody to notice how you really are early on, as opposed to down the line when it's a lot harder to separate, because that could lead to toxicity and, you know, um, feelings of inadequacy and, you know, inconsistencies in relationships. So um, if you put a lot of effort uh, and prioritize being who you really are and bringing everything that you possibly can to the table with proper communication, trust and empathy, it'll end up good for you, you know, and if it doesn't end up good for you, that person wasn't right for you. That's just the reality. So period, period. It's up there. It's up there. <laughs> period. It's up there. It's really, really up there. You both are giving such good advice. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we, we learned a lot, you know, I bet. As far as I am concerned, for both of you, you each had a twin in the villa. <laughs> Bryce, you had Felipe. I honestly could not tell you both apart if you paid me. Oh, yeah. and Maddie, you and Deb <laughs> were basically Mary-Kate and Ashley yes. from where I was standing. Mary-Kate and Ashley. Yes. So Emmy voters, get ready because today we are going to play a little game called... <clears throat> Twin it to win it. <laughs> uh, get, get it, it twins. Yeah. Bryce gets I get it. it. You get, yeah, it. get it. I get it. I get it. All right. Here is how this game is going to work. I'm going to read you both quotes that either you or your twin have said on Love Island. Interesting. Okay. You have to guess if it was you or your twin who said the quote. And remember, it's not how fast you answer. It's how right your answer is. Slow and steady, twins the race. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys ready? No, we're ready. We're ready. Yeah. Give it to us. All right, here we go. Bryce, you're up first. Okay. Who said this first quote? You or Felipe? Quote, you can ask to marry me, okay? Did you say that or did Felipe say that? I would assume that was Felipe. I don't, I don't think I mentioned that. Judges? Correct! It was Felipe! Oh, good, yeah. All right, Maddie. For the tiebreaker, here we go. Can you tell you and Deb apart? Because honestly, I can't. That's my, <laughs> that's my only question for you. But can you? Watching back now? No, not really. I'll, I'll see her and <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, is that me? And then I see the rock hard abs and I'm like, yeah, that's not me. That's so funny. All right. So Maddie, here is your question. Is this you or your twin? Quote, I can bake some really good brownies from the box. That's me. 
Yes. <laughs> nice work. One for one. And Maddie, when you come to LA, can you bring me some brownies? Of course. I am really good at baking brownies. <laughs> From the box. <laughs> Bryce, here you go. This next one is for you. Yeah. Quote, I'm not here to follow the bro code. Was that you or Felipe? Oh, that was that was definitely me. Yes, nice work. <laughs> I know what I say. And did you follow the bro code? Yeah, you know, my experience there didn't lead me to have to kind of break any bro code rules, but um, I was willing to follow the Bryce code the entire way. That was that was my modus operandi, so. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, I'll look up the word modus operandi later. <laughs> All right, Maddie, this next question is for you. Quote, ooh, it's a three for me. That was that was me. Yes, nice work. <laughs> Who's she talking about? You guys know yourselves pretty well. Who's the three? Whenever Deb was um, doing the little workouts oh. commentary, and I, okay. she was like sixes all around, and I was like, it's a three for me. Okay, I thought that was a rating for a guy, and I'm like, a three <laughs> no. would be. No, that's no, not a no. good. Uh, yeah, I I casually walked on into the villa. They were like, that's a three. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, no way, no way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bryce, this next one's for you. I don't know if that was good or not because it's weird to kiss your hand, but I'm trying my best. I think that was Felipe. Judges? You are correct. Huh. It's Felipe. Yeah, I don't have any problem with kissing hands <laughs> or hair or feet, you know? I'm nice. good with it, so. All right, last one. You guys are tied. Maddie, you got to get this right and you will be tied or else Bryce takes the game. Here we go. Quote. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot to put on underwear. End quote. Was that you or your twin sister, Deb? I do do that, but I think it was Deb. Judges? That's right. It was Yay. Deb. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> nice work, guys. Tie game. You both win the game. Yay. Our lawyers are clapping. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> now the twinner gets absolutely nothing because what kind of budget do you think this show is? Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Thank you both so much uh, for coming on Previously On. It was so lovely to meet you both. I hope that your Love Island experience was as amazing as mine is. And I, I really hope that you look back on this as fondly as possible. We really do. We yes. appreciate it so much. Thank you for having us. And yes. um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Excited to see what's next. It's been the best time of my life. I'm so thankful that I took that leap. And yeah, thank you so much for having us. It was so nice to meet you. Yeah. It's so nice to meet you guys. And like I said, we are Love Island family. We are now forever linked. Forever yeah, We're going to come ever. move in with you now. Yeah, I'll bring brownies. <laughs> Deb, you bring brownies. Oh, Deb. Deb. No. Deb, you bring brownies. <laughs> and Bryce, you bring the conditioner from the hotel. Yeah, exactly. I use a lot of it. So. <laughs> so as you may know, it is my intention to end each episode with an inspirational quote to inspire our Love Island family. And there is no one more enlightened, as I'm sure you both know, to inspire the Love Island masses than Timmy. <laughs> so it is time to end the show with an inspirational quote from Timmy, a Timmyism, if you will, and you will. So Bryce, Maddie, 
if we can just have a meditative chant to start. Hmm. <laughs> Perfect. Here we go. Today's inspirational Timmyism is. <clears throat> I've been watering this plant. I keep talking about photosynthesis. I've been putting a lot of time with sunlight and nurturing and care and watering and all of that. And it's about to blossom. <laughs> mm. Oh my God. <laughs> that was just beautiful. You guys are the best. Oh, we thank you. You're thank the best. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for doing this show. Everyone who's listening, thank you guys for tuning in from a padded windowless booth. Matthew Hoffman here reminding you to nurture and care for your own harvest. And may it always blossom in your own villa. Mm beautiful. That is our show, guys. Thank you so much. Everyone listening, tag me on socials with all of your thoughts on all things Love Island on Peacock, and I will read them on tomorrow's show at Matthew Hoffman one on Twitter and at Matthew Hoffman TV on Instagram. And as always, stream new episodes Tuesday through Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, only on Peacock. Oh, and before I forget... Have a great night. Tonight! Previously on is the official Love Island podcast of Love Island USA. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Previously on is hosted by Matthew Hoffman, produced and recorded at Hennessy Studios, produced by Benji Aflalo, sound engineered and produced by Josh Fisher, and co-produced by Christy Kelly. 